At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. Coming up 20 minutes from now, we'll dive into today's MLB card. Full slate, including a doubleheader. 11 a.m. Eastern, Kenny White will join us. His magazine is coming out next week. So we're excited to talk to Kenny about college football. Big picture stuff um, coming up in about 40 minutes. Right now, though, we could dive into college football. Big picture and small picture. we got week zero, week one, not too far away. So we'll give some thoughts on... Those games a few weeks out, the way we did yesterday with the NFL Week 1. Before we get there, though, the college football coaches poll came out yesterday. It's always fun to kind of look what the coaches think before the season starts. The top 25 is out. There's no surprise at the top. Alabama won 54 first-place votes. Ohio State, two. Uh, we've been pretty high in Ohio State this offseason on this show. I think they're going to win the national title. Uh, they're number two, five first-place votes. Georgia, defending champions, third, six first-place votes. So then Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan. That rounds out the top six. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan. The, the one thing that I noticed that was interesting is I just kind of scrolled all the way through. And, you know, you go through the whole top 25, and there's a couple surprises, like Southern California with Lincoln Riley's 15. We'll see how good they are. Texas is 18th. They received a first-place vote. Who's voting for Texas 1 over right. any of those three teams at the top? That blew I, me away. I don't know. I'd like to see this person's vote. Well, the Heisman has been a sham for a long period of time, and I respect the Heisman, bet on the Heisman. We talk a lot about it during football season. But there, and I know they've been trying to clean it up, there are a lot of people that have Heisman votes that have no business holding a Heisman vote. I, I know them, mm -hmm. and I know they don't watch college football. Like, how do you have a Heisman vote? Like, it's pathetic. They need to go through and clean it up like MLB tried to do with the Hall of Fame. Well, they actually have done it in recent years because I know some people that lost their, those votes. But the Heisman is a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> so does it surprise me that some coach, probably in Texas, put Texas as number one overall? I mean, so who – yeah. I, do they – they never put these out there, right? Is it so? It's some AD that went to Texas because that's usually who fills these things out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
so so here's what it is. So it's a panel of 65 head coaches at the football subdivision levels. That That's who gets the vote on it, 65 head okay. coaches. The panel is chosen by random draw, conference by conference plus independence, pool of coaches, their willingness to participate. I don't know. So they each submit a top 25 with a first place vote, second, third, um, all the way down, right? And then you get points for, for where you are in the rankings. And look, I mean – Coach's poll is always the worst one, right? This is always the worst one. This is one I give no credence, but we're talking about because it came out yesterday and and there's some silly results. So the the ones that I thought were interesting, so Texas seemed crazy, but two teams that our guests have been high on that I noticed right away, Utah, number eight. We've had a lot of guests Mm -hmm. high on Utah and how good they could be. We we could talk about that game against Florida week one. But the other game, the other one that stood out to me, NC State, because I think we had a guest on NC State, and we talked about the eight to one to win the ACC. They're thirteenth, so I don't know. Matt, if they're ranked that high to start the season, that eight to one to win that conference might evaporate on us if we if we don't jump on it soon. They're they're ranked pretty high. They're they're looked to be a top fifteen team at the moment. So those were interesting because we've heard their names a lot. And Notre Dame's too high. Five thought the same thing. Way too high. Too much respect there. Um, yeah. Isn't Utah better than Notre Dame? Yes. I mean, I this year they should be. Yeah. I agree 100%. That's going to be interesting. I, I think people are giving them the benefit of the doubt because they don't know with all the changes on the coaching staff. And if you go back to the bowl game last year, that was not an impressive showing for the first game. So people are assuming they're going to figure it out. It's it doesn't have the feel of the old Notre Dame, which I like. They've updated things to current day. They're doing a lot of stuff on social media with the head coach and some players. I don't know if you saw the one that, that they posted last week when they went out to Vegas. Uh, that that was pretty cool But because kids are into that, and we've seen it over the years with the different jerseys and all that. But there's going to be an adjustment. It's not just going to hand the baton from Brian Kelly. What he built there for a long period of time was impressive, and he didn't do that from day one. So I think there's going to be a bit of a learning curve. At number five overall, That uh, that's high, but it's also worth noting, obviously, that the story of the offseason is you've got one, two, three. They're a tier by themselves. Then there's a big drop-off to everybody else, so it's probably challenging to figure out how you shuffle the rest. Yeah, I was listening to um... – uh, talk show host down in the Carol, I think Carolina area, and I saw a clip of their show, and he was said the same thing, like one, two, three, and then it's like you could kind of slot them in any way you want. No one has any idea beyond those top three yeah. teams. They're obviously a, a class above. The Notre Dame thing, just I'm, I'm interested in, in how good Marcus Freeman is. Obviously, it was a popular choice to to take over when Kelly left. I mean, that what a test to start his career, though, right? They're on the road at Ohio State to start the season. 15 yeah. and a half point dogs last time I looked. Yeah, give me the Buckeyes. Give me the Buckeyes right now. Give me the Buckeyes weeks ago when it was a shorter number. The number's only going to continue to climb. I think when Brad Powers was on this show weeks ago, he had mentioned that that thing's just going to continue to jump, and he's right. Is it going to get to 17? That's the question. You think it gets there? Could. I, I think mean, it, we're talking about a- it. Could, yeah. I mean, these are two very public schools. The total, I'm not seeing a total of 58 on the game. I mean, it could be a very high, it could be a shootout. And then it's a matter of would you lay that many points? Yeah, I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing quarterback for Notre Dame? Did we know yet? 
Do they know who's playing quarterback or not yet? That? I don't think they've announced that yet. Yeah. All right. Well, if I'm getting CJ Stroud on one side and an offense with a bunch of NFL players and we don't know who's playing quarterback yet for Notre Dame, I'm probably going to be on the Ohio State side as well. Aaron, I, that's, yeah. that's one game early in the season. I, I like the favorite there. Ohio State, it's 15 and a half right now. I saw this morning. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't have anybody like with that one's experience. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, there wasn't a whole lot that I felt super strong about for week zero and week one. There was one I really like um, since Joe O brought up Brian Kelly. I think, you know, he's going to find a way to rebuild things at L LSU. But on the flip side, Mike Norville has had three years to build things there. They have the most returning starters. Um, and plus SF FSU um, also gets to play Duquesne. So they'll have a little tune-up game. Uh, whereas LSU, that'll be their first game playing F FSU. So many SUs there. I'm like getting a tongue twister. But um, LSU also has Jaden Daniels from ASU. Uh, as someone who went to this ASU myself, uh, he wasn't that great. So I think uh, FSU as underdogs, I really like them to cover, if maybe not even get the upset in that one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I could see that. Um, you know what else is interesting to me about early in the season, uh, one of the first couple weeks, the Utah-Florida game? Did you guys notice... I don't know if you noticed this on our social, on our, our Twitter. Uh, our yes, uh, yes, I oh, did, did, sir. You did, okay. <laughs> oh, so, all right. The Ga Gator Nation coming after McQL Daily. It, it it, who was it? It was our guest. Was it Emory Hunt? <laughs> Felder. Was Michael guest? Felder. It was Michael, Michael Felder. Felder. And as soon as he started going back at him, I was like, retweet. Let's keep this going. It may have been the most engagement we've ever had on one of our tweets because I, I guess it got into <laughs> – which side was he on? He was on the Utah side, right? Utah's going to beat up Florida. Yeah, that was stop a mud yeah. hole in. Yeah, that was it. That was the line, and the Florida fans just were not Lost having it. it. I can't wait for that game just because of our guest, just because of Michael Felder and that reaction. I hope he's right, and if he's wrong, you know it's going to even be funnier because they're going to just come back at him like, "See, he told you." It's win-win. It's really win-win. Yeah. I, I experienced this, I want to say, a year ago. And I and I just never considered Gator Nation as being as extreme as they are. I, I tweeted something one time because I was on the losing side of a bet and I was pissed off and it just kept losing by more. Gators were up by five touchdowns. I was on the dog. I was not going to cover. Like the last two minutes of the game, up by five scores, they're still slinging it. 
And I was just so, I was in such a bad mood. I, I had to, I tweeted something about it and um, a couple Gator blogs retweet it, trying to quote tweet coming after me. And then it's everywhere. Just the entire state of Florida is <laughs> coming down on at Joe Ostrowski. Like, I was like, man, oh, I didn't realize that they were one of those schools. And they, they, they're like Googling you, trying to come up with some personal stuff. Like they oh, yeah. are ridiculous. This is SEC country. You cross a college football fan base, especially SEC fans, and they would yeah. like they're ruthless. They make <laughs> NFL fans seem like just like children. Like they're not crazy. It's great though. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It made for an entertaining Saturday afternoon. But uh yeah, I'll be betting on Utah on that game. Would you guys? Yeah, yes. it's already. So I do think the the quarterback of Florida is interesting. Richardson, ever, yeah. his athleticism, like, I don't know if he's going to figure it out and be really good, but couldn't you see, like, isn't he a big year away from pushing his way into the first round of the draft? Like, you watch some highlights and you're like, whoa, he's just a different kind of athlete. So I'm with you guys on Utah, though he worries me a little bit, Paul. Like, is he going to burn us and run for 50, 75 yards, 100 yards? I want that to happen, but I want Utah to win and cover because I'm holding a Heisman ticket on him. One of our guests came on, I don't know, early summer. Yep. I don't know. It might have been Anthony Tresh, like 50, 60 to 1. I think it was. Uh, There's a lot of people yeah. that like him. His ceiling is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And I mean, we've he, seen could, he could be like Lamar at Louisville. Could he be Lamar at Louisville? Right. Right. Yeah. Is that yes. a, a That's better a version of Johnny Manziel. I mean, Johnny was dual threat. That was how he was able to do it. So. I got a couple of games for you just to just to, you know, wet the beak a little bit. Not necessarily picks, but things I've got, you know, sides I like, but things to look at. So let's start with week zero, New Mexico State uh, at against Nevada or Nevada, if you like. Uh, so New Mexico State, this open plus they open plus 12 plus 11 down to plus 10 and a half. So I, I think I like uh, well, if I'm going to pick a side, I like that side. But I started the under. Under 55 really started to come into focus. So Nevada, just six returning starters, new head coach, defensive-minded guy, Ken Wilson. It's his first head coaching job. He was the co-defensive coordinator at Oregon. They got a new quarterback. Uh, Carson Strong was their guy last year. You know, pretty good quarterback. Top seven wide receivers are also gone. You know, a handful of offensive linemen. And the two quarterbacks trying to win the job this summer, spring, whatever you want to call it, Nate Cox. He got DUI earlier this summer, so his status is kind of unclear. And then Shane Illingsworth, who's a transfer from Oklahoma State, they're kind of still undecided what they're going to do there. But so that's and then you go to New Mexico State, Jerry Kill, uh, his first year there, but he's you know been a head coach. This is his tenth year as a head coach in college football. He's most recently interim head coach at TCU. Not really regarded as an offensive mastermind. Like he's had OC jobs in the past and he obviously was head coach at Minnesota, but just like not necessarily offensive minded guys. Um, and they have, again, at New Mexico State, just four starters back on offense, but uh, not on defense. Defense is going to be their strength, the front seven and defense overall. So under 55 is where I'm looking for that game. That's week zero. And then mm -hmm. this might be. Let me throw favorite. one thing about that game because I was looking at that one too, yeah. Paul. Uh, yep. I think it's Nevada is only bringing back about like 10 or 11% of the snaps on the offensive line. So they have to, the yep. offensive line is also really raw yep. and new and the quarterback situation is different. Yeah. That's, that screams like ugly early for them in the yeah. season. Yep. So everyone's favorite underdog, Appy state, 
in week one, plus three yeah. at home against North Carolina. So North Carolina's got a little cupcake at like Florida A&M or something at home to, to warm up. Uh, let's start with the UNC side. So they're replacing Sam Howell. Uh, they got a new defensive coordinator, Gene Chizik, coming in. I mean, that defense was an absolute mess last year. So at the quarterback situation, two redshirt freshmen, Drake May uh, and Jacoby Criswell, they're still figuring that out, replacing a number of starters on the offensive line and on defense. Um, like I said, brought in Chizik to kind of toughen up the defense. Um, so, look, that that opener, they can get their feet wet. They can kind of figure out the quarterback thing. But if you go to App State, our guy Phil Steele calling them one of the one of the best O-lines in their school history this year. They got a veteran quarterback in Chase Bryce. He set the school single-season passing record last year. Deep at running back, they are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games against the Power Five. So you would think North Carolina's better, right? That's just the way you would think, right? They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. If you look at the also-receiving votes section of the poll we were talking about, they're both in there. They're not separated by much. Appalachia State got 10 votes for top 25. So obviously some coaches think they're good, like they're a legitimate yep. team. That's it. And the game is at App State? Yep. Yeah. Home dog? And the other – yeah, the dog. Plus three. And here's the other part of that. If App State pulls off this upset – the next week they go to Texas A&M. So like total letdown spot on the road, just something to keep in mind. And then if they don't pull off the upset, like maybe there's some value on App State, you know, just back-to-back killer schedule, but something to think about. I like it. We're ready for football here. We, we, we're, we're getting close now. Football, some college looks, a lot of NFL. We'll talk more college. Kenny White's going to join us. About 20 minutes from now, top of the hour. On the other side, we'll dive into today's baseball slate, including a doubleheader. A lot of baseball coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.